Welcome to Experience Means Business, a podcast by Adobe Professional Services. Get your bi-monthly scoop of digital trends, strategies, expert insights, best practices, and much more to keep you moving on your digital experience journey. Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of Experience Means Business. I'm your host, Angur Mehrotra, and today we are going to talk about the art of personalization at scale. And for this, I have a very special guest today. Linda, why don't you introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Linda Bunap, a principal business consultant at Adobe based in London. And I'm working with organizations across all industries on exactly this challenge. So how can we personalize at scale to create better customer experiences and at the same time to generate more value for the organization? And I'm really happy to be here um, today to be able to talk about this topic with you, Anchor. Thank you, Linda. We are very, very glad to have you here. And uh, let's get started, right? So the first question which always comes to my mind is that we have been talking about personalization for quite some time. It's not a new thing, right? So what is personalization at scale and how is it different from you know all this conversation we have had over the years? Yeah, so that's a really good question. So let's start with personalization. So personalization has been around for a while, of course, and that's really about delivering a customized experience to the right customer on the right channel at the right time. And a few years ago, simple personalization was was mostly enough to create already an outstanding customer experience. So, So we could be doing a small tweak here and there, a customer name at the top of your marketing emails, a homepage that shows products that a customer have viewed recently. And that was already considered a great experience. But then, as we all know, years of increasingly personalized interactions have also raised the bar for customer communications. And today, customers are really looking for a full experience that's tailored to their individual needs and preferences across any channel and across any journey stage. And this is where personalization at scale comes in is that really means being able to do that for every customer on every channel in uh, in real time. So if I can summarize it, it's about context and it's about being omnichannel, right? And uh, that's very interesting. So let, let me ask you one more thing around this, right? When we talk about this importance of personalization at scale, and I remember reading a study that said up to 60 to 63% customers uh, really appreciate personalized experiences, mm. right? How do you see this happening in the industry? Do organizations and companies already you know, care about this? And if not, then why should they care about this? Yeah, so so we all know that a personalized experience really captures our attention and makes us feel seen and understood. So, So it doesn't waste our time. It doesn't feel irrelevant or intrusive, but instead it's enriching our experience. And ideally, as a customer, we should benefit from it. And it's, it's all backed up by statistics as well, right? So as you say, so for example, findings from Adobe and Advanus show that consumers in most demographics want personalization. And according to their research, two thirds of consumers value personalization, especially people from Gen Z, millennials and, um, and Gen X. And then on the organization side, companies that do personalization right do see increase in uh, in revenue and reduction in cost and uh, marketing spend. 
So there is research by Forrester Consulting that shows that experience-led businesses grew revenue 1.7 times faster and uh, an increased customer lifetime value 2.3 times more than other companies in the past year. So generally speaking, the more skillful a company becomes in providing personalized, relevant experiences to their customers, the greater will be the returns. So if I understand you correctly, what it really means is that great customer experiences are a differentiator for many organizations. And and obviously, one of the big pillars out there is actually personalization at scale, because that drives a great customer experience. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Personalization at scale is um, is ultimately what most companies I work with want to achieve. Yeah. Now, while we understand how important this is, I still understand that this is, you know, that the goal of being a very customer experience led organization and uh, an organization which values in making it very, very personal to their consumers and customers. It is a great goal, but it is not an easy one. Right. And and then what are the challenges you, you see happening out there which companies get struggle with today in achieving this? Yeah, so I would say one of the biggest challenges I see are silos. So if we want to do personalization at scale, ideally we want to do it across channels and across the customer journey stages. But then a lot of organizations are just not set up in this way. And it really starts with a strategy and the associated KPIs. So in many organizations, you might have a media team, a CRM team, a website team, the product teams and marketing. And um, and of course, additional areas like customer service, IT, legal, etc. And, and each of those are typically looking at their single remit. And quite often, they might even have competing KPIs. So, so for example, my bank might have separate teams for savings, mortgages, loans. And without an overarching strategy, and clear priorities, they are all competing for the top placements on the homepage. And the customer might end up seeing an experience because it was a business priority or perhaps even a political decision, but not because it was what would have been the best experience for the customer. And the same goes across different channels where customers experience inconsistent messages because teams, strategies, priorities and KPIs are not aligned. And then the other big challenge I see is how are we able to go from individual use cases to really creating a framework across all possible touch points, considering all possible customer scenarios and triggers and define a scalable and efficient approach. So a lot of organizations still take a very rule-based and a case-by-case basis approach for personalization. And in that way, you can personalize your your key site areas for your top segments. But then quickly, it becomes really difficult to manage and really difficult to scale. So you hit upon a very, very important point, right? You know, starting with the customer journey and, and really laying down the strategy, which is, if I can call it the personalization strategy. But one of the things which I often see, and, and, and you can tell me if this is what you also observe, is many customers tend to start with what they have, right? What they have in terms of data, what they have in terms of existing segmentation, and they're trying to really use them to shoot in the dark, right? If we want to be better at personalization, what would the discovery process look like? How would it be different from this kind of a behavior? Yeah, so what we advise clients is to first really understand their individual key challenge areas and understand where they stand in core areas and what they could do better. 
And what we see from work with clients is that challenges typically happen in four key areas, strategy and org, data, content and orchestration. And there are different approaches that we take with organizations to help them understand um, opportunities for improvements. So, for example, um, can be an as-is analysis, um, understanding the customer journey, the pain points, and really getting a deep understanding um, on the organization side. We, we also have a personalization at scale maturity assessment that I've done just recently with an organization. And the findings of that assessment then led to, to several sessions and workshops where together we defined high opportunity areas and built out a short and long-term roadmap with different initiatives that will help the organization scale personalization. Thank you. May I ask you if you have an example where a company actually did personalization right? Yeah, so so one example that comes to my mind is I've been working with a bank who really has the journeys and dedicated personalization slots for the different channels mapped out and um, and documented, including web, mobile, the branches and uh, telephony. And, and that also has defined trigger points and priorities for audiences and products. So what should be the next offer a prospect or a customer should see based on their profile? And that might be a service message, a cross-sell, retargeting or a new acquisition. And they are looking at AI and decisioning to really scale across channels. So I've been very impressed by how with a, with quite a small team, they are actually able to connect the dots and bring it all together. Amazing. Just to follow up on that, right? So how important is the technology there? I mean, we, we are a technology company, right? And you know that I work in that very space as well. How critical is technology and then what must companies do to make sure that that technology actually works for them? Yeah, so technology is, is a crucial part, of course, if we want to bring data sources together to create a unified profile, if we want to be able to activate those and, and even use AI and machine learning to be able to augment rules-based personalization and really be able to scale. So technology is, of course, very important, but there are other parts around it that are, I would say, at least equally important. So so first of all, do we know what to do with the technology that will drive business value? Do we have the strategy in place? Have we identified high value use cases? And then how do we operate the technology? Are the teams enabled? Do we have the required processes in place to really use the technology in the most efficient ways? So for me, technology is always an enabler, but having a clear strategy and the right people and processes defined is equally important. I agree with you that technology is a key enabler there, right? And then it means that there is actually an organization element to it. The way your organization is designed, the skills which you have, that can actually make all the difference. So, I, and I know that earlier in this conversation, you have actually alluded to this a little bit, right? Can we understand a little bit more? How does an organization which is, you know, geared towards great personalization look like? What are the, some elements which you might have seen? Uh, I know that there is no one single answer there, but you know, what are the things they are doing differently? Yeah, so what, what we see is key on the organization side is to start by, um, by developing an aligned organization-wide personalization strategy and KPIs, defining and, um, and understanding the customer journeys and your customers. And this is really the first place to start because everything else follows from that. So if you're, for example, looking at the audience strategy, 
Does the company have an organization-wide aligned audience strategy with clear priorities of those so that different channels and teams work on the same basis? Do the teams work on shared customer journeys and have a common understanding of the value and relevancy of all the different um, digital and physical touch points for the customer? And we do see that centralizing the personalization strategy to a dedicated team that spans both online and offline is really key to break down those silos and to be able to deliver a one brand, one customer experience. And what we tell organizations that don't have significant additional headcount for personalization at scale is that it shouldn't require that to start with. So what it does require is really an agile, small, dedicated cross-functional team of business and tech executives who own the program. And this team is then responsible for defining the strategy, prioritizing use cases or capabilities and um, developing the roadmap to steer implementation. And, and one key thing I would say is that it's critical to have top-down C-level support. And this will ensure that the personalization strategy aligns with the enterprise business goals. So to embed personalization into a company's culture, it really has to come or at least be supported by the top down. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So now I believe that, you know, it's not limited to just the strategy or the technical tools, right? There are two big components to personalization at scale, content and data. And without them, you know, things cannot flourish. So can you tell us a little bit more about how do organizations or how should organizations approach data with regards to personalization at scale and what role does content have here? Yeah, so to do effective personalization, it does require companies to really deeply understand their customers. So what are their needs and wants, psychographics, preferences, past purchases and behaviors, and of course, the context in which they are interacting with the brand in the moment. So how can we bring in the data from the different channels, different sources um, together and here, of course, technology plays a role and more and more companies are looking at CDPs, so customer data platforms. But then again, even once you have the data together, you do need the business teams to be able to understand the data across channels and you need to be able to, to derive those customer insights from it, the holistic picture of the customer, and based on that, be able to activate the data. And here, of course, we're talking about the highest maturity stage. But to start personalizing at scale, if we don't have that 360 view of the customer yet, then let's start with 180 view in the meantime. And using the data that we have, which may be transaction history and web behavior, contextual, that's something we have, um, we might have for, for our customers and activate experiences based on that view. And then on the content side, obviously we can't get personal without having something to offer to the customer. And that involves content and a lot of it. So a one-to-one -one homepage or email experience, for example, might require potentially hundreds or even thousands of versions in order to be tailored and relevant at the individual level. And content scaling is key here. So organizations need to make the content creation process efficient, they need to optimize those workflows and then really create the content so that it's produced in a modular way so that it can be quickly adapted to different messages and it can be reused across channels. And very importantly, the content team needs to have personalization in mind 
when they are creating the content. Thank you. And and while you refer to this the scalability challenge on the content side, I want to remind our listeners that we actually had a, a podcast episode on this topic on content supply chain. And if you're interested in that, please go ahead and listen to that one as well. But after listening to this episode, I want to come back to the data thing, right? Because I understand that, you know, how, how critical that data is. And, and you read a little bit towards customer data platform. And, and that's kind of the domain when I often end up uh, working in. One of the things which is amazing about tools like CDPs are, is that it allows very quick retrieval of context. If I can say data which is not stale and which is contextual. And when data is contextual and not stale and it's almost real time, you can really use it to deliver personalization, which is in the right channel and at the right time, right? So that's why, you know, these kind of solutions are also very, very central to how data is organized and activated, right? Now, of course, that's my two cents there, right? So... Let me ask you one question before we try to close the session. What are the mistakes companies commit in this way, right? I mean, I think, you know, concepts around... Yeah, so one mistake I see is that if we're taking a technology first or even a technology only approach and an organization has spent a lot of money on the technology implementation, but after three months or six months or even a year, the value achieved is not great enough and it is not what people expected. So what we always advise organizations is to consider their business KPIs and objectives first, define the strategy to achieve those design the customer experiences they want to create and based on that define the use cases and link the technology back to those. So what is being implemented ultimately is going to have a clear measurable impact. Thank you again. I think you're repeating that very, very essential thing which you mentioned earlier. Technology is an enabler there, right? Do not get obsessed with technology rather than look at the outcomes you can drive and the value you can drive. With that, I have one last question, which is not much to do with personalization at scale, but how do we bring it all together? Yeah, so this is really a crucial question. And the point where it all comes together is really what we call orchestration. And, and it's key to be able to personalize at scale. So here it's important, um, and that links back to the strategy, um, to have clearly defined priorities for, for your journey stages and audiences. And we really need to build a framework around those and identify behaviors and triggers that we can act on in real time. And, and this is also where AI comes in. So to scale, we need to augment the rules-based personalization with an effective decisioning engine that is really powered by predictive models and algorithms. And that will then automatically arbitrate which messages, offers and experiences. So really which, which personalization recipe should be presented to, to which individual customers and over which channel based on their likelihood to respond. And then, of course, personalization at scale doesn't happen overnight. So we need to be realistic here. It, it might take years to build out all the capabilities and the processes around it across channels. But what I would say is don't be afraid to start small. So we, we know the saying perfection is the enemy of good. And this is very true for personalization at scale as well. And I would say by starting with small steps, all organizations can, can find real value and often a lot of it, um, really by working with what they have. So start with a single journey, a single product or a single segment and build out how that experience will look like. Understand who needs to be involved on the org side and what the processes could look like. Put together a basic framework, get learnings and early value. And at the same time, you can build out the long-term plan. Thank you, Linda. And uh, I will repeat your last message, you know, 
small steps can probably lead to great, great and big results, right? You do not wait to reinvent everything. With that, I would like to close this episode and I want to thank you, Linda, for, for your time and your valuable insights. And I also want to say thanks to our listeners who have joined in for this episode. Bye-bye. Until next time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let us know what you think by writing to us at infoacs at adobe.com. That's I-N-F-O-A-C-S at adobe.com. See you later for more.